Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other. It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life. But when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's all online. And on top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash swish. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. The Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to this episode of A Scamander Story. Oh, it's a Scamander Story. This is our official Crimes of Grindelwald reaction episode. So... Do you want to introduce ourselves? I'm Megan. I'm Katie. And I'm Sarah. We're without (laughs) Tiffany today, unfortunately. Um, She's spending time with family due to the holiday weekend. Like a good human being, unlike us. (laughs) (laughs) You're giving me, like, such hard looks. And I'm like, well, she's spending time with, like, her family. I know, I know, I know, I know. We share. I know. So, uh, buckle up and let's get ready for this roller coaster of a reaction episode to The Crimes of Grindelwald. Listen. There's going to be major spoilers in here. So yes. if you haven't, haven't seen, seen it, movie, turn this podcast yeah, off. Stop well, listening right now. If you don't want any spoils, anything to be spoiled, then yes. like, leave. But if you don't care, then do whatever you want. <sighs> you do you, boo. <clears throat> so I have a question. Yes. I'm going to ask Katie first because I'm going to just go. That's fine. How do you feel about the movie? Um, I actually, I really liked it. I've seen it four times. <laughs> I don't have a bell. Um, I really liked it. There's obviously things that need to be discussed, which we will. Um, I've got minimal problems with it, but overall, I mean, I'm always just eager for anything Joe wants to give me, so. Mm-hmm. Okay. Megan? I trust in Joe, and I think that... <laughs> New shirt. I, New I think, shirt. I think that sometimes people are like, oh, don't be a blind follower of her, blah, blah, blah. Like, she, she can make mistakes. And it's like... But does she? Well, I mean, <laughs> I, she is human. So. Uh, of course, but not really when it comes to, not really when it comes to her stories. I, though you know, well, I, I will hold on. Let me get my reaction. No, I like I liked the movie a lot. I realized that there are questions, but we're on movie two of five. Mm-hmm. I mean, anybody who expected to walk out of that movie without questions is dumb. Sorry, mm-hmm. I just you know, I mean, it's it would be like. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys, but, like, that would be, like, going into Chamber of Secrets and expecting to know the ending of the entire series. I mean, we're not there yet. You sh- you're not going to know the ending. Of- you're not going to know what's a lie. You're not going to go what know what's a fact. You're not. Uh, just, this is my best comparison, really, really quick. Last thing I'm going to say. This is my best comparison to a lot of people's reactions to this movie 
which a handful have been negative. I've heard a ton of positive though, so like I'm not so sad about it because like I've I've personally heard more positive than negative, but mm-hmm. the negative uh, the negative reactions are very loud to me. Mm. They're very negative. It's not like you're one extreme or the other, I feel. Mm. Um, but just think of it this way. When you read Half-Blood Prince and Snape killed Dumbledore at the end, were you screaming at Joe that she didn't know what she's doing with the series? I mean, I guess maybe some people were, but just trust her. She knows where she wants the story to go. It's going to get there. You just you just need to be patient. I mean, think of all the information we got in 7. We didn't know anything right. about the Deathly Hollows. Nothing like, about the Horcruxes, really, the until yeah. the very tail end of the series. Like, what was a Horcrux? Who the heck knows, you know? I mean... <laughs> no, we, we don't even know what it is. You. <laughs> we don't even know what a wizard is, so I don't know but, how we're going to find but that But, like, just out. think of those massive plot points that we knew nothing about until the end of 6 and 7, right? Yeah. So, like, we're going to get there. Just have faith in her. That's all I'm saying about this. Sarah. I'm going to say a lot more, but right now that's all I'm saying. I, I will say this. <laughs> Megan's like, trust in Joe, and she looks at me. <laughs> <clears throat> so I think that going, getting, before I even saw the movie, I'm going to have a little bit of a back story. So I was, I'm super excited to see the movie. This is pre-me seeing it. And exciting for all the content theory, theorizing about what's happening. And so they had, <laughs> was it like the Saturday before, or was it like a week before, um, even that Tuesday that they yeah, had like that like big... Yeah, there was like special previews the weekend yes. before or something. So, me being me, I read um, a bunch of spoilers on Reddit. Um, I just stumbled upon them, and when I say stumbled upon them, I mean I searched for them. <laughs> <laughs> so I knew a lot of stuff that happened pre-going into it. And I, I don't think that put a damper on anything, um, just because, like, that's just me. I always spoil stuff for myself, so, like, it didn't bother me. And so we went and saw it the Friday that it opened. And I don't know. I'm just... I walked out of it, and I the four of us were together, and I'm just like, I'm not sure. That's what I was feeling. And they were like, what? We loved it. I'm pretty sure Tiffany really liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, she had positive things <clears throat> to say. And then she pointed out, she goes, Sarah, you just take things, like, you have to warm up to them. I was like, I do. She's like, yes. People, things, yes. That is true. And I didn't know that about me. This so I was like, all right. process things. So I mean? saw the movie, and I just was like, hmm. Um, all right. Liked the content that I got-ish. The movie was like, eh, it's all right, you know? Um, and at the same time, like, I'm not the biggest fan of all the Harry Potter movies anyways. Like, I'd rather give me give me books. Give me books. Um, <laughs> I think we all agree yeah. on that. <laughs> yeah, obviously. And so I came home, and then I read the screenplay that night. Like, I was up till, like, one or something in the morning, two o'clock in the morning, because I <clears throat> wanted to know more. So I'm glad that I pre-ordered it and it was waiting for me when I got home. And there's always more details in mm-hmm. those guys. So if you're confused <clears throat> about some stuff, it might be a good idea to pick that up and read it. Yeah. And we'll talk about some, yeah. some yeah. highlights for sure. Um, and then I saw it again with my sister because she wasn't with us um, when we saw it the, on Friday. Just to like see how I felt about it. And I, I just, I don't know if I'm a fan. Um, and I, I, I will say this. There, there are some things in it storyline wise that I'm like I don't particularly care for and then there's some things in it that I'm like all right I'm cool with this I'm I'm cool with the information I just kind of and I think this is just me I'd rather it be like in a novel form 
Because there's things that, like, you wouldn't know. Like, let's... I'm going to say this. There's a part... You meet the guy in the beginning, Grimson, and I am known for not remembering things. So, the way that the whole thing was set up, I'm like, are we supposed to know this guy? Like, I literally, in my head, was, like, thinking, um, is he from the first movie? I don't remember him. Like, it felt like we were supposed to know who he was. So, I'm glad that I had the screenplay to read and find out that he was a beast hunter, because I'm like, oh my god, that makes so much sense why Newt wouldn't like him, because Newt's not for killing beasts. Like, that's not what he does. Um, and you wouldn't know that, because they don't explicitly tell you that. So there were, like, some things I just was like, hmm. For anyone who's confused like us, Grimson is, who, who confused like we were. Grimson is the guy that walks in when Newt's trying to get his foreign um, travel back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he comes in and is like, oh, same old Scamander, too soft to do the job. That guy. Yeah, and he's the one later on that um, kills the half-elf lady. So, question for Sarah. When it <laughs> when it comes to, like, you being not sure about the movie, is it the plot points that get you, or is it, like, how the film was put together? Um, A little bit of both. More so, okay. I think, how the film was put together. I will say this, watching it the first time. Going in... I knew that it was two hours and 14 minutes. And I remember looking at my watch being like, all right, well, we've been in here for however long. And it was like a lot. And I'm like, nothing's really happened. Um, And I know that in the long scheme of things that this is five films encompassing one story, basically. So essentially, we're still on the rising action. We haven't hit the big climax yet. So like, we're still building. We're still in intro mode, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. Sure. And that's just, mm. Um, okay. I have a question. So, do you, so, okay, so David Yates is kind of known for, like. David Yates? He's the director. Okay. What's the other guy, David Heyman? David Heyman okay. is the producer. David Yates is kind of known for cutting a lot out. So I have heard that there was a ton more information filmed, but it got put on the chopping block due to the way that he directs and like the relationships with like editing and everything that he has. He trimmed the film to fit something Warner Brothers would put out, Mm. which annoys me because I almost really feel I almost feel like Joe is taking massive heat for this screenplay mm-hmm. when she in reality, well, yes, but in reality, she wrote all that information into it, but it got cut out. So that's like why we're confused at parts. You know what I mean? But why doesn't she just put that in the screenplay? You know what I mean? But it was in the screenplay. But like, you know why what not? Saying? What I'm saying is like, why not put that out there? Like, yeah. this is but the unedited, like. Yes full on like we, I wanted what happened, everything that's what happened with the first one if you if you know um if you see watch the first movie and then read the screenplay of the first book the deleted scenes are in the screenplay and I don't they didn't think, do that with this one yeah which frustrates me yeah I want to know the stuff that got cut out because yeah, according to it? Joe she wrote it and it's there and it happened and it's explanation <clears throat> but why is it okay for David Yates to take it out yeah. That bothers me. Yeah. So, like, the whole introduction and, like, information on who Grimson is, that was cut for some reason. Mm-hmm. Why? That is huge. Well, but, like, they don't talk about that eventually. But they did, did you, I mean, even thinking of the trailer, all the trailers we saw, how many scenes in those trailers were not in the movie? A lot. Lita dancing. 
Or it, oh. Lita wasn't dancing, but there was dancing, and like Lita was at like a formal thing. Yeah. Um, and Newt's, we speculated if it was like a wedding yeah. or something, you know. Newt's book signing didn't happen. Yeah. I was thinking about um, it the other day. I'm like, you never even saw, like, the only thing you ever hear about the book is like, yeah. Um, that Tina he wrote was it like, with Tina. Tina was like, yeah. t- she's like, I read your book. And then mm-hmm. he, like, that's my favorite part in the I entire know. movie. Um, oh, I just love them. We didn't see. Nagini, like, and Credence on the roof, and he's, like, trying Mm. to control his power somehow. I thought about that. Didn't see that. We didn't see him in this, like, alleyway looking at the Circus Arcanus posters. Mm. Mm -hmm. Like, there's so much that clearly got cut. Just in a uh, 30-second trailer. That's just in the teaser. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's frustrating. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because you know that that content's there, and maybe it could have explained some things that we saw that were kind of like, wait, what's happening? Right. And it's, it's, I feel for Joe in this moment because the info was put in there, but it got put, it got chopped out in post-production. But doesn't she and have... And she only has so much say in post-production, But I doesn't think. she have a say in what comes out being printed as a screenplay? You I don't think. I don't know. I don't know. Because if the first one, I'm has hoping that she fills in, in these gaps on Twitter when she stops being spoiler free, mm. which is frustrating to have to like go to Twitter to get this information. Uh, you know, so like you know, I've said I loved the I loved the content that I got from the movie. Mm-hmm. I just hated how many holes there were, but I'm not putting that on Joe because I think that that was editing, that was post production. Like those scenes were clearly there. The information was clearly there, well, but for whatever reason, it got chopped. I will say one thing that I don't like that is, like, her doing is I'm not a big fan of McGonagall being in the film. I have really, really mixed I want thoughts some on answers here's, on this. Here's yeah. my thing. If we go along with the whole math schedule of, like, in Order of the Phoenix, mm-hmm. when Umbridge asks her, she's like, I've been working with at Hogwarts for 36 years. Granted... Doing the math, because then she worked for the ministry for two years and then moved to Hogwarts and started teaching. We don't know if she took a break. I will say that. But if she didn't, she would have um, been born in 1938, which is... 35, I thought. Oh, I don't know. It could be. I think 35. In the 30s, yeah. Even still. Regardless. <laughs> way later than... 10 years yes. later than this. So she shouldn't be at Hogwarts pre her being born. <laughs> Let alone teaching but, Newt and Leda. Um, yes. On Pottermore, there's no birth year. And then there's the ebook where it says she grew up in Scotland in the early 20th century, with, which is like the early 1900s. Still too young to be, they, she would be like, if she even was born in 1900, is younger than Newt, so shouldn't be teaching him. So that's something I, I can't wrap my head around. I am not the type of person that like, I don't want to see gimmicky stuff just for the sake of it. Like, I want things to be... Don't put her in there just to hear yeah, a name. Yeah, like, yes. I don't need that. Yes. Like, why don't but do I've, Professor I, Benz? Why don't do, yeah. like, you know, dip it? Something like that. You Jude see those Law, people. Jude Law said there was an important scene that him and McGonagall filmed that was cut. And again, I want to know, why was it cut? It better be on the DVD. Right. I want to know what it is and why. Because maybe it gives us more context mm. as to why she was put in it. Well, you know, they're doing really weird stuff with these films. <laughs> like, for example, um, and I don't know the exact context, but so there's like Lego games that come out, right? 
there was a Fantastic Beasts right. Lego game, and in there yeah. was a letter from Theseus to Newt that like explains something that and we had canon. no idea about. And it is canon. Well, yeah, all of that stuff is canon. But it's I guess. not in the movie or yeah. in the screenplay, and it's like, well, how am I, I supposed understand. to know that? There's some yeah. people who don't touch video games, and that's yeah. fine. Or like, I didn't buy that video game. How are we ever supposed to know? I, but it's legit information. Yeah. I have to say that I think that my biggest thing here is is that I'm not one to complain a lot about getting content from Joe. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy that we're getting it. She's decided to give it to give it to us in this medium. So I'm gonna just take it. It's fine. If that's you know, if this is our only option to get this content, then whatever, I'll take it. <clears throat> but this whole story would have done much better in book form mm-hmm. because there's just dates that like you're not gonna know watching a movie. There's characters like who they are. You're not gonna know just from watching something. It, it would just come across better in a novel. I agree as far as like details go. However, I would be so sad to miss out on seeing Newt because mm-hmm. his whole like personality well, obviously and how I he want holds both. himself like yeah, the Potter books <laughs> but you wouldn't get half of his personality yeah. if you couldn't watch yeah. him which maybe was a lot of her driving <clears throat> like a lot of her motivation for it I don't know well and also seeing like all of the beasts what yes. I think is really cool and I, I I think that's something that we forget I think at the end of the day um, it's what's it called? It's going to be about Fantastic Beasts, right. and I I'm just gonna. Th- uh, I know we're not theorizing, but I'm going to say this anyways. And this is my theory. I think that Credence is a beast, and I think that this is his story. I yeah, 100% as much agree. as Newt, I'm on board. Um, and I just notice that Grindelwald says Dark Twin. No, that was Dumbledore. Oh, Dumbledore. He calls him I'm sorry. Yeah, Dumbledore says dark twin. Grindelwald says entity. And yes. why would they be asking Newt and and Grimson, Grimson. beast experts mm-hmm. to try and get credence? Another thing I will say, like bits and pieces of the movie that I really, really loved. I loved the the part yeah, where Newt. And Tina finally um, got like talking. He finally well, talks about you know her salamander eyes. There were there are parts <laughs> like with Jacob. I didn't think he was a lot of like um, comic relief. Like he he was just enough. I agree. Like I didn't want him to play the fool. Yes. Um, <laughs> Calamari thing. I was yeah, like, oh, that made me giggle. So, but like when <laughs> he's, he's talking to Newt about like what Newt should say to Tina, and he just goes, "She has eyes like a sailor." And he's like, "No, don't say that." He's, oh my god! His and then just like, "What the?" And what? then they're like in the in the French Ministry, and he's like trying to. Say, he's like, "I I can't. I'm not allowed to say." It. And she's just like, "Okay." And then she just goes, "Well, they kind of like something something like they go back and forth kind of." And then she just goes. Like a salamander. And I was like, oh, you're just so cute together. You can I see know. him struggling. Yeah. And like, <laughs> when he's pulling um, the, like, water demon thingy. It's not the water demon, but it's the, the, um, parasite. the parasite, parasite out of the guy's eye. Yusuf, comma. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, he's like, you might want to look away. Like, they're such a good team. Because she's like, no, like, I could handle this. And, like, I think she's as into, like, these beasts as he is. Especially, like, now. Mm-hmm. Um it's just really cute. And, like, oh, when he was just, like, your eyes, he's, like, they don't get the, like, the picture didn't get it right. I'm, like, you're just so cute. I just want to hug you. And then him and his brother, like, at the beginning, 
he struggles, like, even having his brother give him a hug. And then he, like, says to Tina, like, he points out to Tina, he goes, yeah, it's my brother Theseus. He's a hugger. And then at the end, like, with all the stuff that Theseus has gone through, and, like, Newt has, I don't know if I'd say he carries a torch for Lita, but, like, he, I think he loved her at one point, and now he loves her in a different way. So it's more so, like, him hurting that she's now dead, but also hurting for his brother. Mm-hmm. And then, like, goes to give, I'm like, cry, because it's just really cute. Yeah, he goes to <clears> And he, like, him. goes and gives him, like, a legitimate hug. And I'm like, oh. I just love Theseus those two together. Yeah. Theseus like, can't shocked. believe yeah. it. And he just, like, pulls him yeah. in. Yeah. And I, I really, I like their relationship, because I'm glad that um, it's it's more of, like, a yes, you're different. Like, Theseus is like, yeah, I know you're a different kind of guy, but, like, he loves him no matter what, and he's willing to, like, put everything on the line for him. So I'm glad that that's the type of relationship they have and not, like, you know, he's not, like, a not nice person. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. I agree. Too much of, like, a like a Percy Weasley kind of character. Yeah, like, I'm glad that he's not. He could go that way. He could. remind me of Percy a little bit at times. <clears throat> I can understand that. Um... He just he just seems like an uh, an all right guy, like an all right good guy. Yeah. But he's also like on the side of like I'm always going to be on like the good side where Newt's like Dumbledore on says the he's right like side. he's like you don't care like good bad he goes you do what's right. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is different. Yeah, I really liked that. Mhm. Oh, Hufflepuff. Newt Newt and Dumbledore shown the Hi, the the brightest in this movie, I think. That's my opinion. Oh, see, I think Theseus is one of my favorites. Mm, I mean, I liked him, but I, I, think that, him. <laughs> I think that the thing with Theseus, again, is I think that we lost a little bit of his character development thanks mm. to mm-hmm. Yates' scissor-heavy hands, I'm going to say. <laughs> um, because <Edward>. because <laughs> if uh, I heard, at least, this is just rumor, but you know that scene in the ministry in Paris... When Theseus like almost kind of attacks Newt, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Head," he's like, "Yeah, oh, yeah." You know? And Tina is like, "He needs to control his temper." And then Newt is like, "That might be one of the best moments of my life." So that, cute. It kind of like, <laughs> but it kind of like surprised me. That yeah. scene didn't really make sense. I yeah. was like, "Hold on, it what? was Why? very quick." Yeah. So, and I think that there's a conversation between Theseus and Newt that was mm. cut mm. Uh, again. I mean, like, there's just things that we're missing here. All we hear is Newt says, <clears throat> I think in my letters I've explained that we have a complicated relationship. Well, tell me. I want to know more. Yeah. Like, what happened? Well, what I think, was in your childhood or whatever? I think part of it is um, that, like, Newt's always been different. Where, like, Theseus is probably, like, you know, was... Ministry, a, straight yes. edge... Like, he went through Hogwarts, he was probably a prefect, probably head boy, like, wouldn't surprise me, goes to work at the ministry, he's an order, he's doing all of these things, he's got his life in perfect order, where Newt, like, gets expelled from Hogwarts, he's traveling around the world getting beasts. I don't think he's gonna be, I don't, I was just gonna say, I don't think he's gonna be expelled. Yeah. So I read um, somewhere, I don't know if it was Reddit or, and where they, actually, I think that they got this information from one of the Fantastic Beasts, like, behind the scenes books. Mm. Um, Newt is not ever actually expelled. So this is, do they say something in the first movie though? I'm not. Graves does, I swear. He's like, he's like. Yeah, he does. He says something. He's like, you were expelled. He goes, but. Um, well, and okay, Dumbledore here's guy. the thing. Here's the thing. So it's wording. 
Um, he was expelled, but it was revoked. Mm. Just like technically, Harry was expelled, but it was revoked. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. So technically, you could say Harry was expelled from Hogwarts. Yeah. But then he had a trial and Dumbledore defended him. Look and at it Dumbledore was, getting these guys lifted. back into school. Yeah. So what happened in this? Again, I want to say that this is in one of the Fantastic Beasts behind the scenes books that that just came out. I think it's the one of the Grimes of Grindelwald ones. Um, what is said is Lita becomes interested in one of the creatures that Newt is caring for, and ends up doing something with it or like letting it loose somehow or something, and it injures a student badly. Mm. Newt takes the fall for it and gets expelled. Mm. However, Dumbledore knows that that's not really what happened. And then that also explains to us why Lita said that she was wicked. Yeah. Because that also wasn't explained. Yeah, but, like, you kind of see her, like, I get they were <laughs> A talking bit, like with about this, her. Right. Um, yeah. But, but I think that Dumbledore knew what Newt had done. Oh, yeah. Again, sure. went and defended him at his trial and got his expulsion revoked, which is why he can still have his wand. So he did graduate from Hogwarts. Yeah. Like, everything was fine. Yeah. But he did get expelled at one point, just like Harry did. Yeah. Like, Graves could have said that to Harry, theoretically. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you yeah, were yeah, expelled. Yeah, yeah. But he wasn't. Um, it's It's all about wording. Another thing I will say is the the Tina and Jake no Queenie and Jacob um I mean I kind of figured she was going to go to the dark side whatevs um my biggest thing is I (laughs) I don't really care for him calling her crazy like that upset me because he like thought it he's like well I didn't say it but like that's still bad I think that what provoked that was was her calling him a coward? Yeah, but he he thought it at the beginning of the movie. I she said it at the beginning. She called him a coward in the beginning Did when he? they were standing mm-hmm. outside. So and then he goes and if I'm a coward, you're. And then but and he holds like, back. Oh. But and like that's like still I don't know. I think that he might not understand fully what that means to her. So mm-hmm. it was kind of one of those things where he's just being snappy and he's like, "You're crazy." And he didn't necessarily mean it the way that she took it, even though, like, it's touchy for her. I think it'd be touchy for a lot of people. I'd be upset if someone called me crazy. I'll show you crazy. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that for her it means something else. Then, Like, it would be different from him saying it in a fight to me Mm. as opposed to saying it Mm. in a fight to her. You know what I mean? And, like, Mm. it just, it was just bad timing all around. And the the thing with Queenie is... She is a good person who wants to legitimately do something good Mm. with Grindelwald. Mm. She really thinks she can do something good. um, Because all her end game is, is being able to live with who she loves openly. Well, and here's my question. Because she's like, she tells him from jump, like once he gets his little love potion... um, What's it called? Like, zapped away kind of thing. Yeah. And so, like, they are more open in, in, in England and where they're at. So why can't they just live there? I think Cause that... Because I think she'd be willing... Because, you know, her only family is Tina. And obviously, we know... And him and her that and Newt Tina and Newt up. are going to get together. 
Um, and she knows how they feel about each other. So, like, just move to England. And I get it. I understand that, like, it's frustrating where you live and where you come from is totally not accepting of that relationship. And I understand where he doesn't want her to get in trouble. But, like, would they get in trouble if they were living in England? No. Is he, is he thinking about his bakery and all I, that stuff? He's I was a lot of stuff back home. I was going to say that it could be he doesn't want to drop everything over there. I, it's a hard decision. Yeah. I mean, if you think about... Yeah. If you think about even, you know... Like, I don't know, if you're not happy with the stuff that's going on in your country and you're just kind of like, I'm fed up with it, I'm going to move to another country. Like, it's, like, you can say that. Well. But do you know how hard it is to actually do that? And, like, to leave everything behind just in, like, I get that it's to pursue something great. But at the same time, he would have to leave his bakery behind, a successful bakery. Mm. She would have to leave, not that she has, no offense, Queenie, but not that she has, like, a high-ranking position at Makuza or anything, but she would have to lose her job. She would have to leave her friends. She would have to, um, I mean, she doesn't really have family, so, like, that's not really an issue, again, besides Tina. But at this mo- at that moment in time, Tina's dating someone else in America, she thinks that Newt is engaged to Lita. Yeah. So, like, that isn't even a possibility, really. Like, t- she doesn't think Tina's going to move to England with her. Mm-hmm. So that that itself could be reason that Jacob is like, you don't want to leave your sister. Yeah. And it, it's just, it's hard in that moment to see the full situation and be like, I'm going to drop everything and move to England so that we can be married. Like, it's, it's more than that, you know? Yeah. I, I just... Know. Like, I, I understand Queenie's storyline a lot right now. I just think that, again and again, another thing that I heard that got cut was conversations between her and Grindelwald. Ooh. And again, why? Why did that get cut? That would have been great. Yeah. Um, we we already know he's manipulative. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But to actually see it, because it kind of felt like it happened quick. It felt very fast. Yes. But, very and, fast. like, I I knew that, like, watching the movie, I was like, that feels quick, but, like, there has to be more to it. Yeah. And I immediately knew that there had to be more to yeah. it. I'm like, but we were also going into this film, like, we kind of theorized that, because, like, she Megan would. had said, she goes, like, you know, it's it's... It's very implausible for the four main people to stay... On the good side, yes, the entire time. Yeah. Um, and she's the one that, like, essentially has the most to lose because Tina's essentially, we know she's going to marry Newt. She knows that, like, they have nothing to worry about in their community where Queenie is is not an outcaster anyways, but she has the gift that not a lot of wizards have. That Grindelwald wants to use. Correct. Um, and she's she's more emotional, anyways, mm-hmm. um, and and more man, like malleable. Yep. Um, and unfortunately, like that's going to come to bite her in the butt. Yeah. Meg also mentioned she's like I think Queenie's really used to getting what she wants mm. and quickly. So, so the here fact she that is, Jacob is like, mm-hmm. yeah, no. yeah, here she is, like, walk with me, come with me, let's do this. He's the she, answer. He'll fix everything. Was and he's just like, mm-hmm. no way, like, you. this is bad, we can't do this. And she screams, she's like, walk, walk with, with me. me, like, she yeah. can't understand, because I think she's just used to getting what she wants. Do you think that fire, like, hurt? Because she I, looked really painful walking I through it. I think that the fire was questioning her allegiance yes, at first. Yes, that's what I mm. thought, too. And then as soon as, like, Grindelwald was like, oh, no, I've got her, mm-hmm. he let her pass. Mm-hmm. I think I totally that's agree. what that was. Mm. 
Because I got scared for a minute because I wouldn't... Because they, Cause I cause saw they that shoot scene to her. in the trailers and I was like, I don't know what that means. Right. They show her walking through the fire and it looks like it hurts. And then they show Jacob and it, I'm like, oh my God, is Queenie going to die? I know. And then I was like, wait, she got through, which is bad. But she didn't die, so that's good. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, I think that that fire could almost like taste your allegiance, mm, you know? Like so like, detector. kind of, kind of. <laughs> yeah. So, and yeah, and yeah. Um, here are some other things that if you didn't read the screenplay or like find out through the internet, you might not know. So the guy uh, that is following <clears throat> Credence um, is Peace Hunter. Grimson, right? Grimson. Yes. Dude with and, a really bad part. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, people didn't realize when Credence and Nagini are walking through the market, he steals bird seed. Someone was like, he steals the bird. No, he doesn't. He's stealing bird seed. I learned that today because the last four times I watched him, like, what did he grab? What? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So also, the ship that sinks, it happens in 1901, so yeah. it is not the Titanic. We Which know that for a fact. I'm grateful for because I think, like, I don't mind her tying stuff in. Well, it being in 1901 means, makes the timeline work a little better. Well, here's the thing, though. For Credence and Dumbledore. This just is like, so I don't know... We we were told by Ezra Miller that his character was 18 in the last film, which would make him 18, 19 in and this film. And I think film. he was misinformed. I don't know if that was him just guessing or right. if they told him. I, right. Yeah, I think So he, that's one thing that we don't know who told him. And if he him. was just guessing, um, he shouldn't do that. Ezra <laughs> <laughs> Miller, I love you, but don't do that. <laughs> um, or whoever misinformed him, let me smack you on the head once and be like, um, please give correct information so Man. that the fans aren't like, what, what, what? And then we will do that. The woman in the boat that um, has essentially what we now know as Corvus Lestrange, who, one, I'm going to say this. I don't think he's dead. Correct. Because we know that I, some way the line is going to have to come back because we know Rodolphus, right? Is that his name? Rodolphus and, and Rabistan. Is that how you say his name? I, I think, think it's Rebastian. Rebastian? I don't know. Rebastian? I don't I thought I don't there was know. no I. I don't know. Um, Regardless, there's two the there's two men <laughs> later on. One is married to Bellatrix. Lestrange. So I so wonder we if know. it's a different branch of the Lestranges. That's what I heard. But Could I be. don't know. I don't know. I don't think that there was more than one though. But I, I think that child is alive. Well, in the screenplay it says he has magical bubbles coming out of him. As he's sinking. Yeah. And then I also, like, again, this is Fantastic Beasts. This is, if they're going across to America, they probably left out of Ireland, I would think, or Scotland. Probably. Ireland or Scotland. And the Kelpie seemed to have kind of a big role in Newt's case. Like, like they talked about it a lot. Mm -hmm. We saw it. And, like, that would be where a mythical Kelpie would potentially be. Mm. I wonder if maybe a Kelpie saves Corvus or something. That'd be cool. That's just an idea. Um, I will say that two things. Um, The woman with Corvus, when he's drowning, that's in the screenplay is written as um, Credence's aunt. So whomever that is, not his mom. Um, also, fun fact, I know that, um, in Ireland, that cove is where the Titanic, like, left from, I believe. So mm-hmm. that's where, like, the last stop it made before it sank. 
Um, also, at the ending with the... I'm going to say it's a form of fiend fire or something yeah. that That's Grindelwald was yeah. using. Yeah. Like, just, um, like, totally demonic. <clears throat> Those it's, dragon... They were, like, demon dragons. Yeah, they yeah. were. They were scary. It says that about 12 auras joined his yeah. side. Yeah. Which, I don't think it really does Doesn't a good show job of showing that. At all. No, in my head, they all died. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Like, gone. Sorry. Yeah. And like, I think... I think in the screenplay it says like twelve, roughly twelve joined him. I think some died and then some got away. Yeah, um, which would, I, th- if it was a written book. Did you guys notice the philosopher's stone in um, his? Oh yeah, yes. Thing? I was so just that little nod. Those yeah. are the things I love. And then the teacher, the person he talks to, is a teacher at Ilvermorny, I believe. I forget oh, her name is, but it's in the screenplay. I, we kept thinking it was Pickering. I should have brought it with me. That would have been the smart thing is it, today. Is it Pickery? Pickery. My bad. Um, Pickery. My favorite thing of this whole movie was the beasts. Mm. I think, I mean, it is called Fantastic Beasts, but they are beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, I don't know if I'm just the like Zoo? a sap. Yes. yes. I'm a total sap for anything that has to do with animals. <clears throat> I would probably be a magizoologist if I was in the wizarding world. But like, yeah, the Zool is super cute. I mean, they're super beautiful. The Niffler won my heart in this Again. film. And saved the day. Yeah. 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 Let's just talk about the fact that the very beginning of the end of Grindelwald was started by a Niffler. Well, and like, it, it basically is like one of those things where like, and this almost reminds me of Hermione when she goes and has the meeting for Dumbledore's army and Hogs head. Hogs head. And they're like, you need to like figure like, you almost overthink things too much where, like, he's not even thinking about that. She wasn't thinking about the fact that, like, they they're going to be overheard so much easier when there's no one else around. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, he's not even thinking that he's vulnerable to, you know, he's just thinking too much of himself to be vulnerable. To, to a attack. Niffler. To a Niffler. Yeah. I love how, like, when Newt does that, like, gold spell in yes. the square and the little Niffler in the background is like catch, trying to catch the gold flakes. I will say, Tiffany was like, when he goes Akio Niffler, she's like, why didn't he do it in the first one? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> because, dear Joe. I <laughs> think that my favorite part of this movie was seeing adult magic. Yes. Mm. So like seeing the way that Newt could track uh, yes. Tina, that was amazing. Seeing his like yeah. wand, how he could hear in the past, yeah. that was oh, awesome. Man. That reminds me of like <clears throat> old fashioned um, stethoscopes. <clears throat> like the very first one looked like that. Sorry, I'm dying. <laughs> All right, yeah, and I liked um, who else did really cool magic? Um, shoot. I liked, um, what am I thinking of? When he did, like, that wind spell on that guy that was yes, following him. Yes, yes, him. yes, That's what I was thinking. <laughs> it was so yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, and Dumbledore, how he made the fog go all over London. Can that we just cool. Can we just talk about Yumbledore? Oh. Um, go. I want to go back to the Beast for a second, too. No. I, yeah, I want to. Yumbledore. Listen. Beast. <laughs> it's fantastic Beast, not fantastic he, Dumbledore. He's a sexy beast. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, Linda, Linda, listen. Linda, listen. <laughs> I really like how, um, and in the first movie, it's the same. Like Newt has this case of creatures, and it doesn't matter. Like, okay, he comes upon this situation. He's like, "What creature is best to help me in this? I'll use a Niffler this time. I'll use a Zoo this time." It's kind of like a Pokemon trainer. He is like a Pokemon <laughs> trainer. <laughs> um, can I just say though? Can, can I? Just can I just say, say I called that blood pack. I freaking called it. I called it. Yeah. And I, like, was so excited. When I read it, I was like, what? 
what? And I really wanted to tell Tiffany, but this was pre her seeing it. Pre her seeing it. So I didn't want to like ruin it for her. And I will tell everyone, I knew that Credence was a Dumbledore from reading the spoilers. So I turned to Tiffany when it was coming. <laughs> and I said to her, I go, I'm just going to watch your reaction. She goes, because, oh! like, at this point, like, they're in the room. Um, the little bird is sitting there. She goes, are they, are they going to kill the bird? <laughs> <laughs> and I just was like, you just, I'm just going to watch you watch this. And she I goes, was I, watching her, too. She goes, I can't stand you. I and then to Meg. I was like, she's going to lose her mind. Yeah. And she literally melted into her chair. Like, I all the way down was, like, horizontal. She did like the little Kermit hand She's flip like, of the air. <gasps> yeah. Kermit so that was her reaction to finding out that Credence is a Dumbledore. I have to say, Go ahead. I love it. I'm really interested. I will also say that I do not think that Grendel is lying. No, I don't. I, think don't he is either. Think I really so. struggled with it for a little bit, but I don't the think more so. I thought about it, I'm like. She wants you to think he's lying, but he's not. Mm, Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you look at her past writing, she never springs something like this and has it not be true. I think... This is huge. I think it'd be too easy. It would be corny if this was a lie. It would be too easy to be a lie. Yes, I agree. If it's a lie, I'll be severely disappointed, to be honest. I'll be upset. At this point, I've come to terms with it. I've theorized to death about it. We've got a lot to say on that, but I think that we're going to save that for our theory episode with Tiff. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of things going on that could be going on with Credence. It was... Um, It's... I love it. It's going to be a very uh, interesting, interesting uh, conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was crazy because when I first saw that baby bird, I was like, oh, cute. Like, he's taking care of a bird. And then... Um, I, I'm not going to lie. When I saw it in that apartment, I was like, that kind of looks like Fox did. When I saw it the second mm-hmm. time, I noticed the red feathers. And then he put it in his hand and it turned into flame. And I was like, oh, my God. I know what's coming, but, like, I need to hear it. And you just, like, sit there staring I, at the screen. Seeing yeah. it the first time, I was like... I'm going to, like, you know, tell you, like, Grindelwald's, like, being all mysterious, like, okay, I'm going to, like, tell you <laughs> who you are now. So, but, like, did you think, let me ask this, so me going into the, knew he was a Dumbledore, you guys watching it for the first time, what were you thinking pre oh. him telling him that he's a Dumbledore? Oh, Do I was think, like, he's a Lestrange. For he's sure, a, like, yeah. he is Corvus, even though they were like, nah, yeah. that's not you. I was like, he's Corvus. Okay. He's Corvus. I didn't think he was Corvus. And then <laughs> I saw the bird. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I saw the bird... And he started saying something about, it's your birthright. I was like, no, no. <laughs> so this was, this was you seeing the bird the second time, because he see he has the bird with him. In the apartment. Correct. Yeah, like that attic or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. But yeah, then he's in... When he's, he's at the very... He's in the castle, yeah. Nuremberg yeah. Castle. Yeah. And he, that bird is there. I was like, I thought that looked like Fox. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's you a don't Phoenix. think that's Fox, though. No, though. I don't. I think I it's. I did theorize about that for a second. <clears throat> I don't. But I don't know. I don't think so. I think that he. I guess I think we're going to see it. There's a possibility that it could be, but I, I don't. I don't think. Well, I hope it's the not. The only reason why I think that it, it's a possibility it could be is the fact that I'm going to theorize here that Aurelius does not stick around. Obviously, because we don't know of him in the Potter series. Mm. And Dumbledore doesn't have a phoenix right now. 
So, mm-hmm. like, could there be a phoenix that goes to Dumbledore's? Because they don't die, right? So, like, is this the phoenix that Dumbledore's yeah, great-great-grandfather, <clears throat> like, did fly off? Oh, now oh. it's coming back to another Dumbledore because they that. need it. It's a time of need. Um, Aurelius slash Credence is very lost right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So is is that phoenix coming back to assist them? Okay, well then Aurelius could potentially die, and then it goes to Dumbledore. What if the phoenix place? tears are what helps him break that blood pact? Because we know it has to be broken, because we know he defeats Grindelwald in yeah. 1945. Somebody just said, I don't, know, I don't know who sent us this message or where I read this, so I apologize to whoever did this, but they said, I wonder if... Getting rid of a blood pact is similar to destroying a Horcrux. And that's how Dumbledore learns. Mm. Or, like, how he kind of falls back, how he figures out how to destroy a Horcrux. I'm like, that's, I mean, it's dark magic. Powerful, powerful magic. Yeah. So possibly. Yeah. Do we want to go through questions that we've received? We've gotten some on Facebook and Instagram, so let me pull some up. Um. We've done plenty of things. Yeah, like it, it, you know, I'm, I, I'm still excited to see what's going to come. And I think that I'm going to wait to give, like, if I liked the series or not till I see the whole thing. And I almost, I almost can't. So, I mean, I'm all about this story. I've said on the podcast many times, I think the Fantastic Beast movies are better than the Potter movies because you have no expectations going into these. So you're not comparing them to anything except. Obviously, canon, as we know, people definitely compared this movie to a lot of canon things that we know, which is fine, because, like, it's meant to be canon, so we want it to fit together, right? Mm. Um, Okay, so first question. Hold on, I I want to say one more thing about this stuff. And there's another thing. um, I I want Fantastic Beasts to be its own thing and not. um, And I know that we're getting characters that we're going to be seeing in the Harry Potter series, so, like... That I don't have a huge problem with. I would rather it be laced together and not be a perfect puzzle piece of everything fitting together. That's something I hope this is not what this turns into. Yeah. Like I know we're getting a lot I of the think- backstory. I just want it to be like its own separate thing, like A and B, and then have like a few lines that are like, okay, this connects, this connects, this connects, but I don't want every single thing to be like... This it's comes the exact, from this. like, it's, you know what I mean? Like, one long stream of the exact same, like, story. I don't want that. I, don't I hope it, it doesn't, I hope it won't come I don't think that. it will, because we're not, like, the whole, we're not, we don't know Harry right now, and, like, most, <laughs> but Does you know Harry I, know Harry right but now? But you know what I mean? Like, that story, like, very much, obviously, revolves around Harry specifically. So, and, like, there's outside things that are connecting, you know, like, we've got Nagini, we've got Dumbledore, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, we hear of Newt Scamander in the Potter series, so, like, he's a little bit of a connection. They're, yeah. Like, it's going to be there because the world is the same world. Yeah. But it's a different story. Yeah. So, okay. First question. Have Wait, from who? From Blue Bamboo 91 on Instagram. Okay. They sent us quite a few, so... First up is, have you ever heard of the symptoms Nagini had in any of the other books? A witch turning into a snake. So, I... Yes. I think with that, though, like, with Amaladictus, I think that people are hung up on... It's like, oh, it's a woman that becomes a snake. No. It's a a woman... That becomes an animal. Correct. It's a blood curse. So, Mm -hmm. like, they don't necessarily become a snake. Mm -hmm. Correct. Who else do we hear about? 
Um, so it's actually mentioned in Cursed Child, which I know oh. this, this might not be a good answer for people. <laughs> well, I will say it is. there's a theory about Mrs. Norris being mm-hmm. essentially, yes, because mm-hmm. there was a theory pre us even knowing anything about this that we talked about mm-hmm. in one of the episodes that she was a, a woman that he was in love with that became, that became a cat permanently. So how it's mentioned in Cursed Child, though, is Draco's wife has a mm. malediction. Astoria dies because of malediction. Mm. Um, so we don't know any more than that. Yeah. But it is mentioned, uh, and that is how she dies. Um, so, so sad. I know. So, yes, it is mentioned. Um, <sighs> well, that's the short answer. <laughs> you, yes, it is mentioned. It is. Uh, do you think they will keep Credence as Dumbledore's brother? They never actually confirmed that Credence was Dumbledore's brother. Also, why did that make Credence so mad when he found out he was a Dumbledore? I think because... The, here's... I will say this. I think the I reason... Think that was the manipulation. I think the reason why um, it made him so mad is that, like... Grindelwald. Grindelwald. Grindelwald is very good, as Megan said, is he's a very good manipulator. And I think that he was he's able to be like, you know, Credence is already feeling lost. Oh, big time. And he grew up his entire life with um, Mary Lou Barebones telling him like he's worthless and that his own mother didn't want him and that she was a horrible person and he's a horrible person and saying all those things to him. So he grew up with all of that and now he's trying to find the mother who abandoned him and he can't find her and now he's finding out that he had this whole family that we may or may not be true but that they don't want him either and they never tried to find him and that they like want nothing to do with him and they, you know, are against him. And that's, a I think for him, it's very overwhelming. Um... And I will say, I saw online somewhere with the whole him being a Dumbledore, being a brother, they're like, well, maybe they don't mean it as, like, a literal brother. It's more of, like, you know, like, we're so close, we're like brothers kind of thing. Like, that's my brother, but, like, they're not really blood-related. Mm-hmm. So. And, like, we could talk this to death, but we don't, we just don't know yeah. yet. Yeah. So, like, there's many theories going around. Um, so, if he is, if he is a true brother... He cannot be Kendra's son because Kendra died before he would have been born. Uh, Percival is well. Here's my thing: Do we know when she died? I in nine in 1899, correct? I think so. Yeah. So I guess maybe. So like, what if she died like giving, giving birth, birth to, to him, him, like in like December? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, and who then knows? like by the time it's like the ship sinking, maybe that's January of nine nineteen oh one. Mm-hmm. And so he really is only like a year old. Because it was cold. It was when cold. The ship was sinking, and it like he was older than six months. Like I mean, yeah, you're a crying baby, but like, oh, I don't know how old he was. So don't quote me on that. But <laughs> yeah, we don't know his age. It, it could have been. He was a baby. That's all we know. A baby, um, baby. He's a baby, baby. <laughs> Wingle. Also, like, there's theories going around. This one's kind of weird, but I guess maybe that he's Ariana's son. It's a little mm. weird. She died when she was 14. But I guess back in that day, that's not as weird as we think it is now. But it's still weird. Yeah. Um, there's another theory that he is Aberforth's son. So he's a nephew to mm. Dumbledore. Mm. Um, I guess maybe that could be a thing. Mm. Yeah. I never even thought of that. Um, yeah. He could be a son of Percival's, but not Kendra's. Uh, Percival is in Azkaban. We don't know when he dies. Mm. Um, it is kind of far-fetched that he would have a romantic relationship in Azkaban, but who knows? I mean, 
weirder things have happened in the Potterverse, so who knows? <laughs> and then my favorite theory is that he is um, he is just Ariana's Obscurus. So, yes. So essentially, that's a huge theory. The theory with that, just because it's it can be confusing, and just to break it down easy, like we know that Newt was able to take the Obscurus from the Obscural. And why would that be mentioned? Well, and what's, you know, what like would be just, interesting is, uh, so, like, the, the the human person is the obscural. So, if they can w- suppress so much emotion into becoming, like, having an obscurus, and they can be separated, there's the theory that the obscurus can then create their own obscural, which essentially would mean would be Credence was now the obscure. A.K.A. a dark twin. Correct. A.K.A. that was mentioned in the film. A.K.A. we see an Obscurus separated. A.K.A. this all fits. Do you remember when we weren't going to do theories <laughs> I on know. That's all, we're, that's all we're saying about it. But like, <clears throat> I, we love that theory. Yes. Um, okay, we already talked about Fox, that being Fox, the Phoenix being Could Fox. Could be. Well, and that. I like that you put it out that like they don't die. And he's like... Right. And it just you know, disappears for it his just, great-great-grandfather. Yes. So, like, and we know that he's going to get one. I think that... And we know that he that Fox does the same thing to him. He yes. He flies at his death and then disappears. Yes. So I think that with mm-hmm. Dumbledore, I think you know? that he, in his time of need, it's either going to be when he's destroying that blood pack or when he's fighting Grindelwald. Like, yeah. when he's in the midst of that, that's when he's going to get his phoenix. In my... That's my theory. Yeah. Um, okay, this one. None of the timelines really match up. Why was Dumbledore's mother coming to America? That was not his mother. That was, as they say, Credence's aunt, whoever that may be. Um, And where were the rest of her kids and husband? Again, they were still in England in Godric's Hollow. That's where they lived. Actually, Percival would have been in Azkaban Mm -hmm. by now. Um, Mm -hmm. So, also... Dumbledore and McGonagall's timelines don't feel accurate. Dumbledore's is accurate yeah. in this movie. Um, it does make sense. It does fit. It follows exactly what she's said from the beginning. However, McGonagall's... McGonagall's? McGonagall's does not match. You are correct there. So there's a lot of questions that need answered yes. about McGonagall that we have <clears> no <throat> answers for. We just need to... We need to wait for Joe to open the floodgates on Twitter and answer everybody's burning questions about McGonagall mm. because I know that that is probably what she's getting pounded with the most. Yeah. Um, do you think she wrote all the movies at once? No, she's no. currently in the process of writing them. I believe that she's writing four right now, actually. I think that three is done, mm. and she's writing four because she mentioned something about <clears throat> writing, um, writing something about Rio and a long time ago, she tweeted yes. an answer to how many films there's going to be. And she said five. Uh, and then she said... She said five, five times in five different languages. In five languages. different yeah. languages. Because it was, and wasn't it English and then French, French German, mm. Portuguese. Ooh. Oh, how many is that? English, wasn't French, German, Portuguese, Italian. Ooh. Right? Right? Yeah. And it kind of lines up perfectly that we end this movie in Austria, which Austria and Germany play a big role in World War II. That's Mm, kind of where mm, we're getting mm, at. So, like, I think three is going to be Germany, (laughs) Austria. Four is going to be Brazil. Five is going to be Italy. Italy. Beautiful country. Yes. Um, I loved the new magical creatures. What did you all think? We also, I think we all loved them. Yes. Yes. 
Yeah. I will say the very beginning with the chupacabra. Bye. So sad. sad. (laughs) That felt really unnecessary. (laughs) Oh, Antonio, you're needy. Bye. (laughs) You even named it? You just throw it out the carriage? Did, no. Also, did anyone, because Megan didn't notice this the first time, that um, Abernathy gets a new tongue. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the only time you ever see him speak is at the be- be- very beginning when he's technically not himself, mm-hmm. he's Grindelwald, and you don't see him, he does not speak for the rest of the film. I wonder yeah. if he can. I, want, I, don't, I don't know, but I wonder if it's going to come back to like lick him in the end, like uh, <laughs> like, like Wormtail. <laughs> yeah, it's like Wormtail. That's can immediately he, what I thought. I was like, it's like Wormtail. Can he speak parcel tongue? I don't know. Maybe it is for with Nagini at some point in time in the future. Wouldn't that be crazy? Yeah. Craziness, man. Yeah. That's how they get her on his, their side. Um, so, okay, this is her, their closing thoughts. I'm not sure this person's name. Um, but Blue Bamboo 91. They say the reason why <laughs> I was upset with the movie was because I wanted new stories and it felt like they weren't trying hard enough to tie in the new story with the old story. It felt like they were just throwing names into the new story, hoping we wouldn't really notice the inaccuracy. It made me sad because it made me feel like they didn't really respect the fan base and that they know that the Harry Potter connection sells and they weren't trying hard enough to actually make a good movie. So I go ahead, Katie. Um, well, Oh, first off, I want to say that, the only inaccuracy at this point that I can see is McGonagall. Everything else is accurate. Um, we super have to keep in mind that this is we're not even we're not even halfway through. So yeah, as we said before, we're still in. Joe is so descriptive. I can't even I imagine she, how she's writing a movie mm-hmm. script. She as has to, to have been having a really hard time yes. writing these because she is so descriptive. So well, we're still setting up. And you even heard like. And the first, um, I almost said the first Crimes of Grindelwald, the first Fantastic Beast, Eddie Redmayne, he's like, I've never read a script this, this like, yes. this detailed. detailed before. He goes and literally in detail tells you how to do, like, certain things. Yes. And I don't, I don't think I've ever read a screenplay. I've read a lot of plays. I shouldn't say a lot. <laughs> but, well, like, with school, school and yeah. stuff. Um, I, there's a lot more detail in the screenplay that you, one, don't get in the movie, Sometimes it just doesn't come across as bad, as good, but like yeah, they're very detailed. Like a normal screenplay would be like Newt looked up pondering, but like Joe's would probably be like Newt looked up and thought about this. Well, and like heard this and saw this. And yeah, 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 yeah. Just so much deeper. You know, you know that's how it is. Yeah, and so. I think that um, we, I'm I personally at least am going to ask you to keep an open mind because, like Katie said, we are not even halfway through. Um, and if you if you try and think back to the first time you read the Potter books, you had to have ended each book except, I mean, maybe even seven, but you had to have ended each book with questions. Mm. Um, I mean, nothing fit perfectly until we, we knew the whole story. Um, and it's going to be the same with these movies. You're going to have more questions after the third one. You're going to have more questions after the fourth one. I mean, this it's just how it's going to be. Well, like, and another thing we have to realize is that this is her world. She probably has a million and one things that she oh, has yeah. in her brain where they're like, she couldn't possibly have known that. Like, yeah, it's her world. Like, whatever she says goes. Like, we're just privileged enough to see a portion of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if you saw, like, a pie chart, like, 
you know, we probably seventy five percent. Exactly, of it. I was gonna say seventy five percent of it is probably in her head when we get that little twenty five percent chunk, and that's all of the stuff that she's given us on Pottermore and the movies, the books, and all of these extra tidbits. And then you know, you can go up to her right now and be like, um, ask her about like Ludo Bagman, who you don't see a crazy ton, but she probably knows. But she a has a whole backstory on him. Yeah, like. You know, I have to say, I forgot about a lot of his character before reading Goblin mm-hmm. Fire again. Like, there's probably crazy, like, crazy amounts of things that she knows. Because it's her world, and we just get to see it. Yeah. So that's, like, why people think, I can't believe, she wouldn't have, how did she know this? Because she invented it. Like, it's not ours. People who are questioning the fact that she didn't have, I mean, I'm not going to be here and preach that she knew every single detail she's writing for 20 years. Like, no, of course not. She's writing these and yeah, she's getting ideas. She's developing them, Mm. but she knows the basis of the story. Mm -hmm. She knows it and she's known it. I, I am a firm believer in the fact that she knew Nagini's backstory already. That was not new. That was not new. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like, look at the name Nagini and the story behind it. She said on Twitter, it's like, um, you know, it's an Indonesian. Oh, what is it? Shoot. Nagini is like an Indonesian. I'm going to look it up so that I don't look so like an idiot. But <laughs> Nagini oh, meaning. I'm no, sorry. It's just We're like talking a, a lot. It's okay. I forgot what I was. <laughs> Nagini. Um, origin? <laughs> Meaning. Nagini meaning. This is what I want. Um, Naga are snake-like mythical creatures of Indonesian mythology, hence the name Nagini. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that wasn't a, that wasn't a mistake. Like, she didn't just pick the name Nagini, especially if you've been listening to our podcast since the beginning. We always talk about etymology with characters. There's always characters, meaning spells, behind their yeah. names. Locations. There's always meaning behind their names. Yeah. So, she knew Nagini's backstory. That's another thing that I really like. So, like, um, having the screenplay is being able to, like, I almost want to buy a second copy so I can write in it. Um with the spells, like, sorry, you, my voice is probably going. I have a little bit of a cold. Um, the spells are written out, and I really like looking them up because nine times out of ten, they're either Latin or Latin based, so you can like see what they legitimately mean. Papyrus Rapero. Yeah, oh I caught that. I was, it was, yes, it was so good. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Um, and like, I, it makes me think of like you know Oculus Rapero. So mm-hmm. like, you just put like whatever you're trying to repair in front of Rapero, and it's gonna fix itself. Mm-hmm. Can I like put it in front of my life? <laughs> but like you get to see like little things like that in the screenplay and then with her she not like she goes and researches it and figures out like the i almost said the italian name the latin name or the latin root or whatever and then has that it's just it's oh i love it another big one with that is locomotor Mm -hmm. you say locomotor whatever it's like it'll move Yeah. yeah yeah Um, okay, we have McKen's Clemp on Instagram says, uh, why wasn't Theseus more saddened by Leda's death? I think, I, I think I it right, was. I think that right then you see him like, it's so quick 
that he doesn't know how to process it. He didn't he react. Biting, man. He didn't react until everything was said and done, and then him and Newt were hugging. And I think had if had you, that if hug you, not let go, he would have bawled. Had you, if you could like see the way that he was holding on to his uh, brother, yeah, it's like heartbreaking. Yeah, and and. I'm fortunate that I've, and well, I would say that we all are fortunate that we've never been in love with someone and have them, like, die. So I don't know what that would really feel like. I've just known that, like, I've loved people and they've died, but not, you know. In love. Yes. Right. So I don't know how, he, how you would react. Like, it would very, first of all, he was, like, trying to like, fight to get to her. And then, like, Newt had to drag him away or else they would have gotten sucked up into the fire. Um, and, like, then you saw him clinging to his brother. And then when we see him on the bridge, like, he's probably, like, in work mode. Like, he's maybe compar- yes. compartmentalized it all and, he, like, and throws himself in his work, maybe, to help him sort through his feelings and stuff. I mean, he's an or so... They're going to go through that kind of training mm. that, like, a CIA agent mm. would go through or something like that. So They have I to mean, know how to control their emotions. Yeah. And he wasn't even... He would have died if Newt didn't apparate them out of yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. So then he just put all of this anger into stopping this, what we're calling, like, blue fiend, fiend fire. fire. Yeah. And you then could after see that, it in his face. He was oh, so angry when screaming. he was, like... Yeah. Yeah, and then after that... He kind of crumbles a bit when Newt yeah. oh. embraces him. So I'm sorry. I think that we disagree with... I think he was think saddened. He was I think yeah. he was quite saddened. Um, what the heck happened <sighs> between Lita and Newt? So well, we at, about as I said before, yeah, there was there was something. I mean, I think that I think they had feelings, um, and I think Lita's didn't necessarily go away. However, Newt's kind of Newt is socially awkward, and aren't like, we all? And that yes, <laughs> I love him. Um, so I think that like. Lita probably has a hard time reading him mm. sometimes. So he maybe never really reciprocated those feelings that she had. So um, it probably hurts her to see him be infatuated with somebody else, uh, mm. such maybe as Tina. He just cares for her very deeply, but maybe he never, like, loved her. Yeah. I, yes. Like, loved her, loved her, but, like, mm-hmm. loved, loved her. her like, loved her as a sister, as a best yeah. friend kind yeah, of thing, but nev- sure. not... Yeah. Like, she had unrequited love, I like, think, is what happened between them. Like, he, I think he knows. He knows, because he doesn't like human beings. He'd rather be surrounded by his creatures. <laughs> and I think he appreciates that, like, she doesn't think he's, like, weird or odd yeah. for that. You know, he, she kind well, of admires and it. I think part of her also thinks that, like, she's not good enough for him, because she even mm. says to him and turns to him and says, like, you've never you've met never a never met a monster be- yeah. you couldn't love. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like that line. Point. But, like, I just think that him and Tina are very well together. They're great mm-hmm. together. Especially because, like, she, I think, has her, his, almost his level of, like, loving beasts and mm-hmm. wanting that knowledge and how to, like, help them and work with them. Yeah. I love And then there's seeing... poor Bunty. Mm-hmm. Poor mm-hmm. Bunty. He just wants you to cuff your shirt. <laughs> um, I really like seeing their, Newt and Tina's relationship grow. Because in the mm. beginning, or in the first one, I was just like, well, like, they didn't really do anything. Yeah, they I'm like, where's this, this going to go? Fling. Mm-hmm. And then in this one, like, you, you, they were exchanging letters and... She bought his book, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, you just see them connecting more, mm-hmm. which I really appreciated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I love, like, when she sees him in the sewer or whatever, and she's like, oh, Mr. Scamander. Like, oh, 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 and, like, the look on his face, he was like, 
wait, what? Like, yeah, why are you what? telling me that? Yeah. And then, like, he's trying to awkwardly be like, no, I don't want you to be happy. He's like, well, of course I want you to be happy, but, like, don't want you to be happy for me. Like, I'm not engaged. And she's like, wait, what? Yeah. I'm like, oh, I just love you too so much. It's like the back alleyway to explain like, I know. I'm like, just get I, to it. What I love, though, is, like, as much as we are getting, like, their love story, like, they aren't making it, like, you know, the they didn't kiss thing. and they didn't do this, yes. but they, like, you know that they have feelings for each other. They're and, getting there. Oh, I just love it. Yeah. Um, last question from McKen's Clemp was, who was Tina's boyfriend? Do we think he's important? (laughs) (laughs) Same as Achilles. So he was, he's an or for Makuza. I think that he's going to come back. I think that his name is going to come back in the next film. I mean. What if he's totally made up? Maybe. (laughs) Maybe, maybe Tina's like, was like, you know. Maybe Queenie made that up. That's what I'm saying. Because she, clearly she's a little devious. Uh, I mean, she enchanted her boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, They're fiancé. Right. So uh-huh. I, that's a Wait, that's a good point. Maybe she did make him up just to kind of, like, make Newt jealous there. And I then as be soon as he was like, wait, no, she was like, oh. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, oh, I guess I didn't need to make that up. Because, <laughs> like, wasn't it right after that then she showed on the magazine? Yeah. And she, he's like, yeah, no. Yeah. And he's like... <laughs> Oh, with his fiance Lita, brother Theseus, and an unnamed woman. I know. Poor TT again. <laughs> I didn't catch her the first time. Okay. I was like, unnamed woman? Like, who? And then the next time I was like, oh, there's Bunty hiding in the corner. And I also really like in that scene afterwards when, like, Jacob goes, like, where where am I? He's, like, here in <laughs> London or whatever. And he's like, I've always wanted to be here. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Mm. I love um, Jacob. I really do like Jacob a lot. Um... Okay, we got we got Tam Tam here. She sent Tam us some Tam. stuff. First off, she wants us to touch on the McG timeline. Yeah, I think we uh, pretty much beat the McGonagall timeline into the ground. Yeah, we talked about we, that quite a need, bit. <laughs> uh, we need Joe on that one. So, <clears throat> um, oh, she wants to know who do we think Lita says "I love you" to at the end. Um, I think it's to Newt. I think it's honestly to both of them. But like yeah. you know, because she, I think she loves them, but. In different ways. I agree. Like, I think at this point, like, she does love Newt, um, but I think that she knows, especially seeing him with Tina, like, there's nothing there, but she's also, like, in love with Theseus. I think. Yeah, I think she's in a really tough spot emotionally for herself. Yeah. Gotta be rough, man. I don't know. I think think that it's more specifically to Newt, because... The reason why I get that it's more Newt is because we see her at Hogwarts reminiscing over their mm. time together, and she lifts the desk, and it says L and N. So clearly, she carved that in there because it's Lita first. Know what I mean? And so she wrote L and N. After those memories, she has like a little tear coming down. Her yeah, face. she like, does. She's, like she's, she's really distraught yeah. about it. And then she like goes all like snappy at Dumbledore because I think she's just, I think she's just fighting some weird. Love well, I mean, and think of, like, how emotional it is for her that, like, she's carrying all of that guilt and that shame oh, yeah. over thinking she killed her brother. Um, and day. that's and so emotional for up. her, and all of that stuff is bringing it back. Like, we're having, yeah. her, seeing her Bogart being that kid, and, you know, Newt helped her through a lot of that. And then just hearing Dumbledore's story where he's, she's like, do you even have any idea, like, how, how it is to, like, lose a sibling? And he's like, yeah, actually, I do. Like... Mm-hmm. Boom, lady, I ain't no square, I know things. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, I love her a lot, though. Yeah. I wish that we would have. 
I wish she didn't die. Yeah. I really liked her. So um, I like this uh, point that Tam brings up here. She said, uh, there's mirroring of the siblings in this movie. So if you look at Newton Theseus, they seem to always be so divided but are brought together through this war at the end. Uh, But then we also see Queenie and Tina, who have always been close and are now ripped apart in the war. So I think that that's that's interesting. We're going to see, like, two different ends of the spectrum here. Tina didn't... uh, Tina had a reaction. She did... I heard... I I thought she didn't at first. Yeah. Um, But then seeing the movie again, she does yell for Queenie. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But and then I think she's just kind of shell shocked at that point. After we don't really get to hear much conversation about the ending, mm. um, we just cut to we just Credence cut to and Dumbledore and Dumbledore knew pretty much, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, Credence and Grindelwald and the yeah. Nifla. Um, yeah, it's interesting though that she brings it up that there's like a lot of marrying with the siblings. Like that's a big family's siblings. a huge theme in all of these things yes but like with aberforth and albus and you know even with their cesariana and then um you know with karina trying to find who his siblings are if he has any lena and corvus tina and uh queenie there's, newton theseus you know i just made that connection i mean like there's a lot of sibling talk yes. in this film yes. which is like foreshadowing almost to yeah. what we find out at the end mm. um what do we find out in the end I don't know that Credence is a Dumbledore. You're saying this like this isn't a spoiler episode. (laughs) I know, I'm just saying. Protect the secrets. Not. Um, And then she also wants to know our thoughts on what happens to the Lestrange lineages now that they are all died out. Rodolphus Lestrange, how does he come about? I don't think that, and we said this already, I don't think Corvus is dead. I think that there's something there, um, and we're going to learn more about that. (laughs) I also think, you know how they're like, well, maybe it's like another Lestrange. I think that'd be stupid. Why why bring this family in Mm -hmm. just to have it be like a whole separate family? Yeah, it's the same family. It's got to be. That's our theory. Um, Yeah. The only, I, the only other, Michelle Matta sent us a message, but again was about McGonagall. So clearly this is an upset in the fandom. We need to know more about McG. Yeah. Dear Joe. <clears throat> so, but that's, yeah, that's everything that we got. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, we can talk about this. We've been talking about oh this for God. over an hour. I um, know. And we'll be talking about this for days. Two we talked years. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about it in the car right here. I talked to Tiffany about it. <laughs> You know, I talked to my cousin, and he he was like, <sighs> he thinks he knows a lot. And then he he he's like, there's a there's a bar by our house that um, they do a lot of like um, geeky things. And he's like, yeah, I, I tried to go because he knows that he knows the owners to the Harry Potter party. I almost, I couldn't get into the bar, and I was like, yeah, no, because it's a popular thing. He goes, they even have one for like Draco's birthday. Who would know that? And I'm like, and I think rattled it off. And he looked at me, I'm like, you do know that I'm on a Harry Potter podcast. Like, I try to know a lot of stuff. But I had, like, a huge long conversation with him because he's like, I don't think I want to see the movie. And I'm like, you know, it's, I, I mean, you should see it. I'm like, it's not the greatest thing I've ever seen. Um, and then I was, like, theorizing about stuff. And he's like, Credence is Voldemort. And I was like, no, he's not. <laughs> he's like, no, he's Voldemort. And I was like, there's no way, shape, or form that he'd be able to be Voldemort. And for those of you that don't know, that Voldemort's birthday is, um, I believe, December 
1926. So he's a little babe in this movie. Yeah. Freshly, freshly born. Yep. He's a fresh one. And uh, I was <laughs> like, he's like, just he died. like, my cousin thinks he knows everything. So he's like, it is. I'm like, I'm telling you it's not. So yeah, no. Um, yeah. So yeah, we'll be talking about this for days and weeks and years to we come. We are going to do a really in-depth theory episode. <laughs> Probably more than one, if I'm being honest, because I think that we could talk about the whole credence theory just <laughs> alone for two hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Um, I want to end for myself by saying that this this movie specifically, the first one was like cute and an introduction and like kind of a lot fluffy. It was more lighthearted. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, but so this one comes out and I mean, how long has it been out now? Two weeks? Yeah. Meg and I. It's been out a week. A week? Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> okay, it's been out a week. My brain. Officially whatever. out a week. Okay. Um, we've seen it four times. Yeah, I've seen it four times. Every time I leave, I, I leave with more questions, but I love it. Me and Meg had this conversation and like everyone who's listening right now, you know that I live, breathe, eat and sleep Harry Potter. But this brought me back to those like let's theorize. Let's talk. What's it going on? It brought me back to before Order of the Phoenix was released. And yes. all we had was the first four books and we're like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Mm. Or like is Snape good? Is Snape bad? Yeah. Huge. Was, yeah, like, huge when and Those I are the remember, days, like, man. I feel when, like we, I feel like we're so lucky to have this right now. <clears throat> and that's, I think that not to. I'm sorry that I, I'm sorry. Just really quick, one one thing here. <laughs> I, I feel I I get exactly I, <laughs> I get upset when people get upset about this movie because, like this. This is what I've missed. This is what, this I is what I've craved. This is what I've wanted. I want to theorize again. I want more information. I want to talk about it. I want I want to try to project what's going to happen. Like this is what we did back in the mid 2000s when these books were coming out and it was the bomb. <clears throat> <laughs> I will say there's a group chat going on like with us and a couple of other girls. Um I shouldn't call them girls. We're all ladies. And um I, like, Megan was, like, legitimately, like, I was saying to me, like, oh, I know she's mad at me that I don't think I no, like this I movie. No, I wasn't. No, I, I wasn't. I not, promise not I mad. I think mad. she was, like, annoyed. Because I think that you want everyone to, like, love it as much as you did. And well, I just was I do. Little, I was just like, eh, you know, a lot of stuff happened, but a lot of stuff didn't happen so, in a long period of time. And I was just like, I'm allowed not to like it, which is fine. Um, and I'm still also, all right I'm just it. saying, I knew she was annoyed at me when she said that, but it's fine. <laughs> all right, guys, all right. <laughs> you were, it was just funny, because you were like, well, it's this, and yeah, and we don't know what's going to happen. I was like, yeah, but, like, we also, like, I feel like if we were running a marathon, and, like, the five books are a marathon, like, I feel like we only have gone two feet in two movies. I totally I mean? agree, though, but that's Joe. She's so detailed. I mean, she could probably do ten movies. Again, again, again. These <laughs> oh, again. <laughs> these would have done better as novels. Yeah, yeah. We all I agree wish on that. We all agree. because but, even though we would have only gone two feet, we would know a lot more. I will say this. Though, <laughs> you know what I mean? But we're also people like I we're am a major reader. nerds. Like I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm that big of a nerd. Yes, you are. Um, <laughs> 
very much so the least nerdy one out of you're a all four clown. of us. But like I, I'm a book person. Nerd like alert. I, yeah, you're a nerd. Always nerd would rather have a book than a movie. Yep, you're a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand you. But like, I'm excited to theorize and to see where these things are going. But at the same time, I, I'm a. I will say this: I'm a little wary about it. She just needs to warm up to it. She's yeah. going to like it. She's going to like you it. You know, to be honest with you, I'm not the biggest fan of the first movie. Yeah, whatever. It just, I just want, this is what we all asked for forever. Yeah, like I'm, I'm happy getting more, but at the that's same time, I'm like, but some people aren't. that's what upsets that's me, what though. Upsets some pe- me. Like, there's yeah. articles going around saying that Joe should stop. There's articles going around saying that, like, She's ruining the wizarding world. Get out of here, people. She's not ruining... First of all, it's her world. world. Okay? We all just live in it. Yeah. (laughs) And, and, you know, I'm... I'm sorry if people don't like what I'm saying right now, but... Hey, we all have our own peppers and opinions, okay? Yeah, but you can't... You can't say something's not canon if Joe says it's canon. I'm sorry. Like, it's laughable to me. I just... That drives me nuts. I can't. And this is what I say. You don't have to like it. <laughs> right. Yeah, but, but it's like, canon. it's her world. You guys don't have to like Cursed Child, but she said it's canon. You know, there's stuff in the Potterverse, the original, where I'm like, Guess no, what? that hurts me. I can't handle it. But it happened. Guess and what, I can't guys? Change that. I hate that Remus Lupin died. That's not canon. No, no, you can't say that. It happened. He died. He, he died. I'll, I'll also say, heart. though, that like, at the end of the day, this is all a fictional world. No, it's, Sarah. I, no, I, never, no, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, it's just a book series. Not just. It's not just. Uh, but, like, she's you're trying to dig so, herself out of a hole no, right now. You're just so. People get so angry about it. Like, just enjoy it. Yeah. Just it's love just it for it's what just it is. For you. Like, if you don't like it, don't. Like, don't read it. Don't watch it. Like, I, I don't know what to tell you. I think that, yeah, I think that's what I'm trying to get at. Like, I just want, whether you like the movie or you didn't like the movie, just a, just appreciate the world. And, like, don't, like, there's people that, like, I can't believe you like it. Why do you care if they liked it or not? Why do you care if they don't like it? Like, just don't bother talking about it. If you didn't like it and the other person did, like, if you're going to fight about it, don't bother. It's not worth that's it. That's not what it's supposed to be yeah. for. That's yeah. not what Harry Potter's about, and that's not why like, it exists. You know, it's not for everyone. True. And if you don't want it, like... Nothing you, is for everyone. Right. You know? So it's like... Nothing is for everyone. Is that what I said? <laughs> Isn't that what I said? <laughs> <laughs> I said it with a different inflection. Oh, well, whatever. Like, everyone has nothing and nothing has everyone. <laughs> There's not one thing in this world that is made for everybody. There is go. what I'm saying. <laughs> so, and then I will. I think you know she is only human, so there might be like like I was saying this to Tiffany. She goes, "Well, you had to realize when she originally wrote all of the first book, she's like she probably didn't think people are going to sit there on I mean, a podcast well, and dissect everything. Right. And you right. also have to realize when she released the first book. I mean, when she was writing the first book. She wasn't getting published. Nobody wanted to publish it. So, like, yeah, True. she had all these ideas in her head, but, like, at the same time, it's like, I'm, this might not ever even be published. Yeah. So, again, she's human, <clears throat> but it's also her world. Yeah. Like, we 
I don't want anyone to think that like we're jumping down your throats with anything. No, you know, not. I know I'm a slither and I come off strong. I love (laughs) you. You know, there's a lot of like we said, peppers and opinions. Mm -hmm. Um, And And even us, like the four of us, are divided on. Like I just am still like you know the movie was just for me. All right, like I'm excited for some of the content. I'm trying to like get get rid of all the. like stuff around it, mm-hmm. <laughs> like when you're digging for fossils and you're brushing all the dirt uh, yeah, away. That's kind mean. of what I want—the meat. That's mm-hmm. what I want. I don't care about the rest of it. Um, so I'm trying to take that with a grain of salt. Yeah. Um, I think that's super good too because it makes me go like instead of just being like, "It was perfect. I loved it. Oh my god!" It like makes me reflect yeah, on I mean, more it of the details and like it wasn't like and that perfect. was the thing. Like yeah. I knew going in. I think for me, because like, I knew going in, a lot of the things were like so. A lot of the things that, like, we were looking forward to, I read first. Mm-hmm. Um, so I knew, and I wasn't like, I can't wait to see what happens. I already knew what hap- was happening. Mm-hmm. So I was going into it from kind a Kind of like, how is it going to get to this conclusion? Or yes. how is it going to get here? Um, yeah. So. And, you know, if it just I've seen worse movies. I've seen better movies. But I'm right. still excited for them, you know? I'm excited its, to see where it's going. It I'm excited parts. and nervous. It had its clunky parts. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, just be also, kind to each other when talking about it. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Last thing I want to say is I loved the costumes. And I... Mm. Yes. The, the first movie won an Oscar for their, mm. for their um, costumes. And I will be... <clears throat> Excited to learn if it gets nominated again for that yeah. because I think that I do remember they looking, do an amazing yeah, job. I do remember looking at Credence being like, God, I like the way, like everyone was dressed nicely. Oh my God, and Yumbledore, Dumbledam, <laughs> yes. Remember that number one I called? It. Gosh, I forget what it was. It was like Dumble. Don't you dare turn off the lights. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I love how Jude Law's like. I love how everyone calls me like Dumbledore, but I'm and I'm like young Dumbledore, but I'm he's like, but I'm like old. old. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he's, he's like, can my character always be called young? Well, whatever. He's also in the Young Pope. <laughs> he goes, it's now part of my contract that you always have to call me young. Young. Um, but yeah, yeah, he's a good looking. He's a good looking Dumbledore. I'm I excited to see him more as Dumbledore. Yeah. Yeah. I want more. Yes. I'm excited. Um, I'm excited to converse with our listeners about this topic. I want to hear what you guys thought. I I want to know the good and the bad. Tell me why. After listening to this podcast, let me know if we eased anybody's minds, or if we answered questions. Or made you mad. Or, or <laughs> Just if be you, kind to us or and if to you everyone else. hate us now, don't be too mean, but you know. We love discussions because that's mm-hmm. what I love about the Potter. I mean, I love everything about the Potter. That's what I love about our podcast community, yes. too. Like, <clears throat> you guys do a really good job at, like, you know, being respectful. mature, respectful, yes. like, having good conversations. So, like, just keep that in mind when talking about this because, it's, it's been as you can sensitive. tell, Slytherins are sensitive and sometimes we bite your head off. So, <laughs> I love you guys. Um, but, yeah. We all love you. All right, well, that concludes this episode of the Scamander Story. So uh, don't let those uh, muggles. No, no don't magis, let those no magis get you down. <laughs> those non magique and then the can't, can't spells. spells. Oh, that got me so excited the first time I heard that. I look at Magna, I was like, oh, what did you just say? <laughs> get you down. But let those nifflers get you up. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Offset grounded dancing. Boop a doop boop a doo. With gold in your pocket. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, really? In their pocket. Because they're going to steal them. Okay. Goodbye, guys. <gasps> Amazing! Jump in my voice! <laughs>